Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on this Friday, the 14th of July. Yes, the 14th of July, 2023. Sammy Highland, good afternoon to you. Hello, Chris O. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, well, the year is just running away from us, isn't it? Uh, they tend to do that when you in, get older. In no time, it is going to be uh, springtime. So. And in no time, it's going to be Christmas, Sam. Looking forward to you it. Started to think about Christmas presents? Looking forward to it. Uh, I, ha- I have not. I have not. But... Uh, I'm sure the I'm sure the Billy Lids have. Oh, that's all I they bet, ever think I bet, about. I bet they've got uh, plans for for what's on offer. Yes, I'm sure they have. How's your week been? Good. Uh pretty good. Yeah, we've had uh, a fair bit of trackside this week, and uh, so luck has been a little bit in and out. Uh, uh, and but it goes like that, doesn't it? The punt it goes a bit like that. Yes, one day you're on top of the world. You think, how long has this been going on for? The next day you wouldn't even be able to tip your hat, would That's you? It. That's just, it. It's uh, just typical they're, of the way it all goes. They're funny those ponies, aren't they? They can, uh, uh, yeah, they can test you. Definitely test you. Uh, I know that they used to test me when I was sitting on their back, <laughs> and now they test me when I'm screaming at the TV. <laughs> And you know what? It doesn't make any difference. They still do what they <laughs> want to right. do. That's right. That's right. They're exactly. not listening. They never will. <laughs> now, we had a big week of uh, of racing, obviously, with Grafton taking uh, centre stage. And what a fantastic result the Ramoni was for Rob Heathcote. Uh, with the big goodbye. Gee, he's a consistent horse, isn't he? He's very good. Very good. And, uh, yeah, it was great that uh, to see that horse. And no surprise. I mean, he's a great talent, isn't he? And, gee, Rob's got a couple of horses that... Uh, you know, they just turn up and, yep. and deliver on the big days. And uh, what is it? That horse, Rothfire, he amazes me. The injuries that he has had and still ter- turns up at the races and gives 110%. And, you know, you often find horses that, that have issues throughout their career. You know, it really affects them as they get deeper into their career. And that Rothfire, he just turns up and gives 110%. And uh, horses like that, they're... You know, they're hard to find. And, and the big goodbye, he's a bit like that too. He's uh, a big horse. And, yep. yeah, he's uh, he just gives his all. When he's put under pressure, he really grits the teeth and has a red-hot go, which, uh, uh, yeah, they're just worth so much to your horses like that. You know that are going to turn up to the races and, and give 110%. And, of course, he's uh, a Queensland Rogues horse. Uh, and we do have some owners some micro owners uh, at SEN Track or SEN too. We have uh, Paddy Walshie and Healy and Mark Braybrook. I know are involved with um, with a lot of those horses, so I'm sure they're in for a massive check coming in the mail. Sammy, how good, how good. Well, Healy's just told me that uh, we need to catch up for a beer. So that's his uh, shout. Yeah, I think he, he's. Uh, I tell you what, he's in party mode. Healy's. <laughs> His horses just got the money, you little beauty. Far too easy. Ran second. Uh, Jimmy Orman rode. Martin Harley, of course, rode the winner. Uh, the big goodbye. He's riding up a storm. We're going to have him on the show very shortly again. I know we had him on, oh, what, probably three or four weeks ago, just after he came back from that horrific injury. He rode a winner, Sunfall, during the week. Uh, that was way back three or four weeks ago. And he's just gone, you know, he's just gone gangbusters basically ever since been rode five winners on a day at Rockhampton a couple of weeks ago. And now he's riding the Ramorny winner. He rode a winner at Ipswich yesterday. 
So good luck to Martin Harley. Looking forward to chatting to him shortly. Far too easy. Jimmy Orman ran second. Absolutely flew home. Gee, that horse. If it ever drew a barrier, it would win some races, wouldn't it? Mm. And barriers are worth so much to you, aren't they? And I, I think that Grafton track played a bit towards the inside, didn't it? It was Probably, uh, the, yeah. They weren't sort of coming on so much. I mean... Tempo is a, a big factor also yep. uh, in a lot of these races, but uh, just noticed that a couple, uh, a couple that I'd been on, uh, they got back and sort of didn't, <laughs> didn't come run on, on. So, so much. Uh, but more anyway, more success like for Queensland in the Grafton Guineas with Betcher the Crown winning for Desley Forster and Jimmy Orman uh, got the money this time, so second in the Ramoni and he uh, won the Grafton Guineas there for Desley. So a great result there for Desley Forster. Uh, Thursday, of course, Zoom On was just dominant winning the cup. Yeah, he um, and there, that tempo, that was a beautiful yeah. ride out in front and, and their tempo uh, played a big part in that race. Um, there's no doubt about that. I backed uh, the horse of Chris Wallace uh, that, uh, that Kyle Wilson Taylor rode and it was back and you could see. Shameless miss. That was it. And, uh, you know, you could see a thousand from home. I was like. Well, I can't come from back there no. with how soft they've gone, you know, and uh, just controlled it, zoom on. And, you know, those gay Waterhouse horses, when you give them a kick in the belly, uh, they just pick up and, and they're so fit and hard and tough. And uh, it raced that way, you know. it's uh, if, if they get it soft for the first half, very hard to beat them on the way home the second half. Three successive cup races in a row for zoom on. I'm sure we'll see Zoom on. Oh, I don't know. Will we see Zoom on in the spring? Will that come around too soon? Hmm. It's an interesting one, whether he goes for a break, obviously, and they try to get him back for some of the spring races. Uh, some good news for South Australian racing during the week, Sam, with some uh, price prize money increases announced by the government. Gee, these are long overdue. Aren't they? Aren't they? It's, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, I've, I've said it uh, before on Trackside, it's South Australian racing is really battling. And, yep. And, uh uh, to the point that you know their main players have have left, and uh, because it was it was just no longer viable, was it? You know, and and that's you know hence the reason that, that there's prize money is just not good enough, and it's uh, you know Chris, it's it's expensive to have a horse trained anywhere. Yep. You know, and they they still got to eat, and still got to have track riders, and that's still right. got to have so much go into it. And if you you're racing for um, uh, pittance, well, it's you know, not it's worth not it. Worth it. No. And so, uh, yeah, it's uh, look, it, it needs a lot of help. South Australian racing, and uh, well, if the yeah, if obviously the government, if if they um, support it some more and try and kick it on again, but uh, I I do feel that it's a uh, it's a bit too late because you know, as I say, all their main players uh, they've they've all left because it's become. Uh, it's just not strong enough. Yeah, you're right. It is too late, but maybe not. Maybe we can get a whole new breed of trainers and, and whatever come through the ranks. I mean, Metro Tier 1 races go from 55 to 65. I know it's not a lot when you compare to some of the other states, but it's a step in the right direction. Uh, Metro Tier 2, 45 to 55, and Tier 3 go from 41 to 50. Now, just get Victoria Park back up and running, and they might have a chance. <laughs> That's my bugbear. I'd love to see that track, but I don't think it will. I think that is too far gone, unfortunately. Speaking of money, Knight's Choice, who won the uh, Wing Skinnies a couple of weeks ago at the Sunny Coast to make it three straight. John uh, Simon, Sheila Laxon, and whoever else owns this horse have knocked back $2.3 million from Hong Kong, Sammy. I'd have that money banked by now. Oh, dear. (laughs) uh, Yeah, well, I must say, in my time in horse racing, I have seen uh, I've seen 
big offers knocked back and horses not go on and and all the rest of it. It's yeah, if the the money's there. Gee whiz, it's hard. It's hard uh, and that is life changing. Exactly. You know, that's that's uh, huge money, and it's uh, you've got to be so confident, don't you, that uh, that your horse is going to go out and be able to to win that. But but you know, it's uh, good on them. Good well, on them. They they're. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's great for us. We get to see the horse. Fantastic. So that's great for us. Uh, I mean, Sheila Laxon can't be underestimated, of course, with Ethereal back in the uh, the early two thousands. Yeah, and look, she's looking towards a Cox Plate. I mean, it's a long way from the Wing Skinnies to the Cox Plate, but there was a horse that won that race that won four Cox Plates, and yeah. they named the race after her. So <laughs> anything's possible. Cox Plate is has now become a pretty weak sort of race. I yep. would have thought. You know, it's. Uh, uh, the days of of having uh, you know eight or nine strong chances in a cockspade are long gone, and and uh, yeah, so it's uh, tell you what could be could it's be not impossible. That's it. Uh, Bubba Tilly and Master Jamie second straight Rocky Cup, great result. Fantastic, isn't it? Uh, Bubba Tilly, obviously the the one of the Darling Downlow's yep. favourite jockeys, and. Uh, he, uh, I tell you what, he he's just a good, hardworking jockey, and, yep. and he gets on so well with that horse. Uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, the connections. Uh, they love it when Les can can ride that horse, and uh, and Les loves riding that horse. And it does uh, it's I've said it before when it when a jockey clicks and 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 wins a few on a horse, or you know, rides a horse consistently and get, builds an association with them, and then. Uh, being able to win two Rocky Cups on that horse, uh, yeah, he would uh, he would hold a, a special place in Les's heart, that's for sure. Uh, Gold Coast Racing, uh, we know that they've had a major uh, revamp down there. They've ripped up all the turf. They've laid new turf. Uh, latest date that uh, we may resume at the Gold Coast on the grass is uh, Melbourne Cup Day, Sammy. Oh, wow. So that would be great. They're looking Melbourne Cup Day, Derby Day, something around there. Obviously, they want to get a few meetings in before Magic Millions in January. So Melbourne Cup Day on the Gold Coast being a big day as it is, if that was their first day back on the grass, that would be huge. Yeah, that uh, – well, Melbourne Cup Day anywhere in the country is, yeah. is a big day, isn't it? It should it's be always, a national holiday. It's always well supported. and Yeah, it should no be. No one works it, anyway. It, it should be. Um, and it's uh, – yeah, that's fantastic. They're, they're a really progressive club, the Gold Coast, aren't they? And, they are. Um, they obviously got plenty going on. Even outside the the new track renovation and the the new turf track, but uh, there's you know in years to come there is going to be a lot going on at the, at, at the Gold Coast Race Club, and yep. uh, they'll just uh, yeah they'll become bigger and stronger. Training facilities improve exactly. lights lights. How good would the lights be down yep. there? That'll be just awesome. So yep. uh, looking forward to that. Last Saturday at Doombin, I'm playing no audio because I'd rather forget about the day. To be honest, Sammy, it was a bit of a wipeout. Uh, Skidder Marink. Uh, impressive winning uh, race number four for Anthony and Sam Friedman. Obviously, they'd have spring plans for this uh, filly. Yeah, it's uh, and you know uh, we've seen over the years the Friedmans use mm. Queensland as uh, as something to you know change horses' preparations up, bring them up here and and give them a few runs, take them down home and and uh, get them ready for the spring. And uh, it's very effective. So. Uh, it's no surprise to think that, that they've got a bit of an opinion on this horse. $1.2 million that cost at the Magic Million sales, that horse, Skid and Rig. Do you remember a horse that Lee Friedman brought up here as a nothing, an ex-Kiwi, as a bit of a nobody, and he won a race up here, and then he went and missed, and then he came back. His name was Doremus. 
Yeah, well, he wasn't a bad pony, was he? Mal- I'm Melbourne sure he Cup. won two Melbourne Cuffs. <laughs> no. Greg Hall thought he no, did. No, he only won one, yeah. But <laughs> i tell you what, that was, uh, yeah, that that was, uh, I'm sure Hawley wishes he had that time again when he went over the line oh, and punched yeah. the air because, uh, uh, and I think from memory, uh, the pumper was pretty confident, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he will. <laughs> He'd be confident any time, wouldn't he? <laughs> Just then. Uh, hatchet won the last, which was a great result, because if uh, he hadn't, I'd be looking for a hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good winner. That was for oh, the Heathcote camp. By an too, absolute wasn't it? pimple and, on the line. Uh, yes, it, it was a uh, good result, Hatchet. Count de Beans finally won a race. That was always going to happen. And Blazer Trail was very good winning the... Uh, the class six plate R and T got into a bit of trouble in the straight there, Sammy. Um I'm backing up again with uh R and T was savage. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I'm backing up again with Blazer Trail this week, I think. I think it can get the money. All righty. Today's guest, as I mentioned, will be chatting to Martin Harley very shortly. And later on in the show, we will be chatting to Damien Thornton, who's got a really good book of rides at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Now remember. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. And, of course, we ran the Mackay Newmarket today at Mackay. But over the weekend, we have racing at Eagle Farm. We have racing on the Gold Coast Poly Track. We've got a tab meeting at Gympie oh, tomorrow. So I was thinking of going up there, but I'm not going to now. But I've got a tip for Gympie. I don't know what price it will be, but it's a leader. And on those sand tracks, straight to the front, straight to the post. Yeah. Toowoomba in the twilight zone, Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Uh, Saturday too, tomorrow we've got a couple of country cup meetings, the Hewenden Cup, Sammy, and the Ingham Cup. Wow. They are non-tab meetings. There's also non-tab meetings at Blackall, Gundawindi, and Thangool. Plenty going on in Queensland, which is no surprise. Sammy, as mentioned, we're going to have a chat to uh, Martin Harley, who's been riding up a storm of late. Martin, good afternoon to you. Hey, guys. How are you? Very, very well, but not as well as you. You're riding in sensational form, and it couldn't happen to a nicer guy after the uh, the injury that you went through, or the injury that you had and the pain that you went through. I know we spoke to you about, I don't know, it was probably four or five weeks ago. You'd ridden the midweek winner, which was Sunfall, and it's just gone onwards and upwards from there. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. That's uh, very kind. Um, but no, it's nice to be definitely back in the winners um, quite often as of late and uh, good for the confidence after such a, a nasty old spill a few months ago. Is just a, that, That's a question for someone that's never ridden a horse. Sammy would know this one. But, is, is I mean, confidence is so important in pretty much everything you do in life. And when you start riding winners, you, you must have an extra you, – you must get on a horse, like playing golf or some sport – where you're hitting some good shots, you think, oh, I could have a crack at any shot in the world at the moment and I'll probably be a chance of pulling it off. Is it the same with riding a horse? you think, oh, it doesn't matter what price this horse is, I think I'm a chance of winning? Oh, for sure. And then I do think the horses get that feeling as well, funnily enough, when you get on the back, they feel that, you know, you're on a bit of a crest of a wave and they actually, yeah, run better than their odds um, the majority of the time when you're coming off the back of a lot of wins and, yeah, it's, a, it's funny, but yeah, as you say, it, it definitely appears to be that way and it feels that way as well. And something I can uh, uh, add to, Martin, is the fact that, you know, you have a week like you have uh, just gone and, and as you say, you go out and 
ride in races and you'll be riding something for luck and they'll just open up. Things just sort of happen in races and you just, and you, you get the money and then you pull up and go, gee whiz, like that could have been three weeks ago and that would never have yeah. happened. But just, just everything's going so well. And as you say, your confidence is through the roof. Things open up and, and you, you even could be a bit cheeky riding. Well, you're riding in such good form. You, you think uh, this will be right. And it, and it turns out that way, doesn't it? No, for sure, as you just mentioned, um, basically gaps seem to open when they, when they wouldn't open any other time. Um, and when then gaps open, it makes obviously the jockey look probably a bit better than what he actually is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it, it gets us all out of trouble. But listen, as we know, racing is a, it's a fatal sport. And, you know, we need to get them run sometimes to uh, deliver the wing. And if you don't get them one, you're going to be the worst jockey in the world. And if you do get them, you can be called the best jockey in the world. But that's the great nature of the sport that you have to go out there with the mindset and um, be able to, you know, take it if it does happen. And, and basically, if it doesn't happen, you got to walk away with your head, held head high and uh, kick on to the next one. Well, it's sort of well, you talk about confidence, and anything can anything can happen, and you can you can do the impossible. Well, you did. You got Lansborough Lad home, and that was sort of <laughs> that might have been where it all started. Yeah, it's funny. Exactly right. Um, a lot of people did say that to me after, but I think a combination was you know David's a fantastic trainer, and he has been training. But I think the drop back and trip with the blinkers going on first time, you often see that happening around the world. Um, and especially in the UK and Ireland when horses get them blinkers on because we don't really train many horses in Ireland or the UK with blinkers. It's, um, it's obviously a bigger thing here and def- definitely America. Um, so when the horses get them blinkers, maybe attach one work morning and then if it works on work morning, the next time they'll have them on the racetrack and, and you see them firing up quite well. And I think that was um, that was a big plus in Lansborough Lam- 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 Lads when he got them blinkers on and yep. he, he started to concentrate a little bit more and he obviously, um, yeah, we changed the tactics but we let him roll from the front and he's he's a big striding horse so we just let him use that uh, big stride and yeah, he kind of ran the horse into the ground that day to be honest. Martin, you've ridden in, in many different parts of the world. Uh, do you still keep in touch with uh, what's going on over in, in Ireland and England and uh, do, do you follow racing uh, around the world or in parts of the world where you've been or... Well, you just sort of focus on where you where you're based. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I, there's not a morning I don't get up and check the results, and and definitely click on the replays of the you know the better the, you know the Bahrain Trophy was on a new market um, yesterday, which is Group Two, and then the J- July Stakes. It's a race for two year olds. What I happened to be second in last year. That was a Group Two. Clive Cox won it yesterday. So uh, you know, I certainly watched them. Um, it's of high interest. I, you know, I enjoy really watching the good races back home in the North Ireland. And, uh, yeah, I tune in to Chatin and, and Happy Valley. It's obviously another place I've been. And I've been watching Zach Porton brew up a storm there and break, mm. break records again. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Well, what what, what yeah. about with, with Aidan O'Brien? Give us a bit of an insight into that whole Coolmore operation and... and uh, you know, he's he just when I see him interviewed about different horses and uh, especially obviously through Royal Ascot and I, and I know you know it's the big stage there, but he seems to be so in touch with with everything that's going on and even uh, I loved when he was interviewed after winning a race and and uh, you know he sent the best wishes to to those in the Hunter Valley that that had obviously. Um, 
there was that horrible bus accident. And, you know, for him to mention that on the big stage at, after just winning a race at Royal Ascot, I was like, gee, this bloke, he's, he's all over it, isn't Switched he? on. Oh, yeah. He's, um, I'd say, you know, Brian, if he gets two hours sleep every night, he's done well. <laughs> um, that man... He's uh, he doesn't stop thinking. I'd say that's for sure. But he um, he learned from one of the best masters in the world, Jim Bulger. He done his uh, he done his time with Jim Bulger early doors, as did Tony McCoy, and that's where I served my apprenticeship. So Jim is renowned for um, making people, and obviously Aidan got into Bally Doyle, and yeah, he um, I think it was a hundred classic Group One winners uh, last week or the yeah on on um, yeah just the curry gone by when he won the uh, Irish Derby. Like 100 classic winners anywhere in the world for a trainer to put his hand to. That's just classic winners, mm. let alone Group 1 winners. Yeah. Like it, and people say, yeah, he has the best horses. Yeah, he does, but he's still got to prepare them and, 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 and have them spot on for the big day. And he, he never misses one when, when he's got a horse that he's talking about highly. Um, you know, a combination between him and Ryan Moore, you know, <laughs> they, they just fit so well. And they're obviously... Unbelievable at teaming up and 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 conquering them best races. You know, it's one thing talking about them, but doing it's a that's a whole different level. Uh, you rode five winners at Rockhampton back on the twenty fifth of June. Was that the first time you'd been to Rockhampton, Martin? Yeah, that was the first wow. trip to Rocky. Rocky, Rocky was a lucky place. For me, I must say. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, that was uh, my first ever five timer. I've had four and I've had three many's of time, but yeah, my first five timer. So yeah, it was. That's always nice. It was no Royal Ascot, I said to everyone, but um, I've, when Frankie went to Royal Ascot and had seven on the one day, by God, I don't know how he must have felt, but uh, I felt pretty good after, after having five at Rocky. Uh, now, the big goodbye, winning the uh, the Graft with the Ramonia Grafton on Wednesday. Great result for you. Great result for Rob Heathcote. And it was great to see Leah Kilner there amongst it as well. Yeah, for sure. Listen, um, obviously, I've been in actions myself and, I you know I appreciate anyone that can you know make a make a good recovery from such a bad you know and she was in a coma and everything bless her um, but it was a very special win for Leah she's obviously a grafting girl and the big goodbye himself because it was only my second time ever riding him but he's a very tough horse and he wears his heart in his sleeve and I think he is you know he's after long prep and fair play to Robert for keeping him taken over and. And picking out the race at Grafton, you know, it was a valuable race. And, uh, yeah, I think he'll go for a well-deserved break now. But owners and trainer and uh, all the staff in the yard will be pretty happy to send him out for a spell now, I'm sure. He just keeps turning up, that horse. He just never, ever puts in a bad run. Never at all. No, He's so unbelievable. Reliable. And, yeah. you know, his run at Eagle Fan the time before when I was second him to Robert's other uh, horse, um, you know, that, that was a massive run. The horse of Robert's um, that won that. Prince of Boom? Uh, yeah, Prince of Boom. He's like, he, he's a he, he come over from Barrier 18 that day and he just has a massive stride and he just kills horses off with his cruising speed. So, you know, he lost nothing in the feet finishing second to a horse like that. Potentially, he could be maybe the real deal moving forward into next year or next next prep. Um, so, yeah, going to Grafton, obviously, maybe a slightly slightly easier race, but I think we, we got a we definitely got the run of the race. Um, I was very adamant to jump jump and roll forward on him and, and take a prominent spot unless the pace got out of control. I would uh, would have accepted a few places further back. But when I got up the front with Ryan Maloney, we had the fractions quite sedate. And uh, 
I couldn't believe we managed to get almost to the 400 without before anyone started putting proper pressure on us. And I said, uh, well, if he's good enough now, he should um, he should get his head down and hit the line good wherever he may finish. But I was pretty confident off the last bend that he was uh, going to knuckle down and, and definitely get the job done. And there's a few back, there was a couple of backmarkers that you probably were waiting for, deep or and far too easy. They did run on, especially far too easy. But uh, as you said, you had it too easily. Yeah, no, I think so. And far too easy was definitely, you know, he, he come home real, real good. Deepoor, yeah, he met a little bit of traffic, but I don't think he is, you know, if you, if you were to pick one that was maybe slightly unlucky out of the race, it would have to be far too easy. Yes. Yeah, he just seems to draw a bad gate. Now, we haven't got time to go through all your rides at Eagle Farm tomorrow, so I'll just ask you about one, and then I'll ask you which you think is your best ride. This uh, this filly in the first race for Rob Heathcote, Tango Fever, she impressed. I know you didn't ride her in the trial, but she impressed in that trial, and, and she looks to be quite promising. Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually was in there on Tuesday morning, and I had a, uh, had a sit on her, and she felt very good, uh, very pleased with her. She's a big, strong filly. She's done well from her. Uh, she obviously had a spell, and then she's come back and trialed, and she's done well. She's physically, she's in that good type, and uh, yeah, she uh, draws a nice enough bar- barrier tomorrow. And off her last trial, you would um, definitely, definitely looks like my best ride tomorrow. That's for sure. Okay, so she, well, I won't have to ask you what your best is now because you've just told us Tango Fever in the first. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I'll be um, very, very happy to be on her and, uh, yeah, hopefully get another one for Albert and the team. All right, and then you're off to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Three rides there at this stage. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, a couple of OK rides there as well. One for a nice two-row for Stewie Kenrick. Yep. And, yeah, the things are things are going really good. Everyone's um, supporting me well, which means a lot. Um, all the different trainers and, yeah, it um, makes my life a lot easier when I can get on it. Well, Three faster horses, that's for sure. You're riding up a storm, Martin. We hope it continues. I'm actually sure it will continue. Well, you've done a great job. And as you said, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy after what you've been through earlier in the year. So onward and upward, and we'll chat to you again in another few weeks, hopefully. Thanks, guys. Take care. You too. Martin Harley joining us there. Oh. Sammy is just riding so well, and it's good to see. Yeah, he's a jet, isn't he? Yep. And uh, I know uh, it was really unfortunate, obviously, uh, having that fall when it, when it happened because um, – uh, you know, it's almost like, well, now he's really starting to hit his straps and getting yep. good support from the big stables and, and delivering with the big winners. And uh, that's what it's all about. It's it's all about opportunities, isn't it? And it's, It uh, is. You yeah. don't get them, you don't ride winners. That's it. Uh, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We will go for a break, Sammy. We'll come back from the break. And we'll have a chat to Damien Thornton. He's got a really strong book of rides at Eagle Farm tomorrow. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Welcome back to The Punter's Mate on this Friday, the 14th of July, 2023. You are with Chris Nelson and Sam Hyland. Now, Sammy, did you know that Aquas is home to seven well-credentialed stallions and Queensland breeders' number one supporter? I you did knew that, know didn't this. you? I did know this, Chris. Oh, I you yeah. would. And of course, big sponsors of the Darling Download. Exactly, and make sure you don't. Well, make sure you tune into the Darling Download tomorrow morning. Uh, now we spoke to Damien Thornton uh, earlier today, and he was very kind to give up his time because he was on the golf course. And I know when I'm on the golf course, Sammy, I don't want to talk to anyone. So, <laughs> full marks to Damien, who's given us his time this morning. Damien, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. More importantly, how are you hitting them? 
Um, just started. Uh, we just hit two holes and I've parted them both. So, oh. so far, so good. What's your handicap? Uh, I don't have one. I just play for a bit of fun, to be honest. Oh, well, chances are you're uh, better than the average golfer. And tell me, where are you playing? Uh, just at Virginia with uh, Mark Duplessis and his little boy. Okay, beautiful. No worries at all. Does any money change hands during the course of the, the game or is it just for fun? <laughs> nah, just a bit of fun. Beautiful. All right, now we just thought we'd catch up with you quickly. I won't hold you up too long because I know that uh, you'll have probably people behind you pushing you. Just to talk about your rides tomorrow at Eagle Farm, you've got a good book of rides. Kicks off in uh, race number one, number seven, five-star Vixen resumes from a good gate for Jay Bellamy. Yeah, she's a, she's a nice enough filly. Um, she's trialled quite well. I did her first one and she jumped out well. I couldn't do her second one, but all reports is she has it right. So um, you know, I'm sure she can run well tomorrow. Race three, Damien, you ride uh, Shernak, who I find this horse a bit uh, a bit tricky myself. Is he like that or uh, I don't know. He's I, he's I just I can't fall into him, but can I fall into him this weekend? Well, hopefully, but you're right. He's a bit temperamental. He's not the easiest horse to ride. He can get quite keen and 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 do things you don't really want to do. So, um, look, if he puts it together, he's certainly good enough. Is Barrier Two a tough one for him? He's the sort of horse that gets back, isn't he? Yeah, he does get back, um, but it might give him a chance to get buried sort of straight away and hopefully switch off. So, I think that's probably the most important thing is getting relaxed. All right, now race five is one I'm really interested in. This. Uh, uh, lightly raised Signet River for Rob Heathcote. Your road to victory last start. Uh, it goes up against, obviously, um, some more seasoned or you know, more experienced horses. However, uh, I think the 1,800 metres or the 1,805 really does suit. Well, what are your thoughts? Was, were you impressed by the win last start? Yeah, I was. Um, you know, I trialled him a couple of times before he raced, and he gave me a nice feel that a horse should be, once he gets to 2,000 and even beyond, that he's going to be even better. So... Um, look, he's a nice little stayer in the making, but I, I do believe he'll be a lot better next trap. So he obviously won well last start um, and a step up in triple suit. So provided he's come on, um, he should be thereabouts. Now, you rode him uh, on debut at the Sunshine Coast also. Would you say he should have won that race? He didn't get a lot of room. Um, I think, yeah, you could arguably say that, yes. Um, you know, it, when the rail's out of that, that place, you don't sort of, you need a lot of luck and we didn't yeah. get it, but... Um, it's one of that's that you know that's racing. Uh, race number seven, you ride Shakiro. Now this is a horse with good ability. I know these uh, three runs in, they've actually been really good, and uh, I know he sort of hasn't been in the money at each of these runs, but they they've been in good races and the, and they've been uh, they've definitely been satisfactory. And I think his best would definitely have him right in the finish of this race. Yeah, for sure. His best is good enough. Um, I remember riding him as a three-year-old in in group races, sort of early in his earlier in his career, and he's always had the ability. He just sort of hasn't put it together for a while. So um, he's ran a much improved race last time, and if he improves again, well, who knows? He maps okay. Like he maps in the first three. There doesn't look to be a lot of speed in that race. I don't know if you've looked at that as yet. Uh, not closely. I haven't looked at the race, no, but. Um, you know, he will race thereabouts, and if he, you know, makes his own luck on speed and has the right run, um, you know, they'll know he's finished. 
Uh, race eight, you're riding Manhood. Now, this is an interesting race. As it stands at the moment, we've got three speedy horses and Manhood and Enterprise Pom probably take the trail. Uh, he's going well, Manhood. I think you can forgive the last one in Sydney. They just went way too hard up near the lead there. Yeah, it just didn't work out for him. But if you look at his previous form in Brisbane, um, yep. you know, it sort of puts him right in the mix in, in this sort of race. Uh, on to the last, Great Barrier Reef for Chris Waller. This horse has uh, uh, moved up here from Sydney and uh, his form's a little bit in and out, but obviously this is going to be easier than what he's been going around in. Yeah, for sure. Um, he, he's always sort of shown potential. I sort of remember riding him in the Coolmore in the spring, just gone. He, that's sort of the opinion the stable had of him, so... It'd just be nice to see him deliver on that a little bit, but look, it's it's certainly there. Now, just on yourself, Damon, before we let you go, we spoke to you earlier in the year. You said you were coming up here for the winter and we're heading back to Melbourne probably for, well, the spring, et cetera. Is that still the plan or are you hanging around for a bit longer enjoying the weather and the golf? Um, I think I'll enjoy the golf and the weather just for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, it's quite, uh, it's you know, it's been really good. The winter carnival was quite successful, so... Um, I think for the you know for the short term we'll probably hang around for a little bit. Okay, fantastic. Thanks for your time uh, this morning, Damien. Really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we haven't uh, stopped your run of pars and you enjoy the rest of the round. Ah, uh, too easy. Thanks, boys. All the best. Thanks, Damien. Damien Thornton uh, joining us there, Sammy. Now I just mentioned uh, Shakiro hasn't won a race since the Pago Pago as a two-year-old. Uh, this is a winnable one for him. But if Damien doesn't win tomorrow, it's obvious what has to happen next start. <laughs> Martin Harley has to jump on. Oh, wow. If he's broken the Lansborough lad curse, yes. then uh, Good call. there's nobody better that would break the curse for Shakira. So not saying Damien can't do it tomorrow. He probably can. The horse is in a winnable race. But, uh, yeah, maybe down the track, uh, Martin just might be the magic man at the moment. <laughs> Well, it's uh, I'm a little bit about uh, Blazer Trail. Well, I'm a lot about Blazer Trail in uh, in that race at uh, Eagle Farm. I just think it was a good winner there at Doomben last time around. It's it's got a good record that horse and uh, Kieran he, he he finds the right races for these horses and yeah I I think uh, Blazer Trail can continue on with its winning form. It's drawn a good gate. Well, it sat three wide last week and still won exactly. So uh, it doesn't matter. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. No doubt, Sammy, my favourite time of the week when we get to talk to Blair Gibson, a.k.a. Gibbo, from brizzyraces.com.au. Good afternoon, Gibbo. I love a good lie. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that is not a lie. I kid you not. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, now, uh, we've got racing on the poly track, of course, uh, tomorrow afternoon. We've got racing at Eagle Farm. I know you've got tips for both of those venues, and you might even throw in one for Interstate as well. Yes, yes, we'll start at, uh, at the poly track. I just, look, I think there's probably a handful of decent bets there, but it's just not the prices this week. I think it's sort of back to when we first started racing. There's some real shorties all the time. I think there'll be some short ones, but a couple that made my black book that I think I have to go with. Again, a race two, number two, I Am Voodoo for the Edmonds camp. Um, I like the trial on the poly track, and then the fresh run here was, was really good, just beaten by a handy one there. Big gap back to third, think that's always a great sign, and it'll go forward again. And uh, be very hard to beat with the great Callow on top. Mm -hmm. Race two, number two, I Am Voodoo. Yeah, race two, number um, two. 
I'm interested yeah, no, to see. Four, no. I'm interested to see where you go next because I liked one in race three, but we'll get back to that. It's not about me. Oh, okay. I've gone to race four. Number one, fly with you. Another one, just in a good stable. Uh, I think there's plenty of upside. I think the the thing that beat it last time will win more races. Tactical speed. Just think everything sort of suits to run really well here. Race four, number one, fly with you. Okay, so race two, number two, I am voodoo, and race four, number one, fly with you you liked one at eagle farm yeah i just thought a little bit of value in an open race uh race four number eight petunia sort of around eight dollars and 270 sort of thing um look never really been in this horse's corner was always a get back but i I sort of thought the last or the start of this prep i thought was as good as it's ever gone and i think it's just sort of been racing a little class above these i think it's a nice step back just needs a good ride early from the gate. But um, yeah, I think Petunia will run a race for you at decent odds. All right. So Petunia, race four, number eight at Eagle Farm. Now, Flemington. Yes, we don't go here too often, but just oh. a really interesting race. So I stumbled over race six, the 2,800-metre Dean Lester Flemington Cup. Um, look, I thought first going through Labal or Labal, however you spell it for Mar Yusuf, absolutely bolted in in a hurdle. I think it was, or a hurdle the other week. Um, was really good wide before that, and I sort of thought, oh, here we go, we might be onto one here, but this mostly cloudy, the favourite. Um, mm. It just looks like the further they go, the better it will be. Sort of didn't have a lot of luck in Sydney and run well. I just think it's just built perfectly for this, Buffett and Young, and I don't know, to me, it just looks like a horse who you can have a lot of fun with the next 12 months. I think they'll knock up winning races once they get it rock hard fit, and this looks very suitable for mostly cloudy. Yeah, certainly hit the line last start, didn't it? Late. Yeah, yeah. I just think this is this just looks perfect. All righty, so race six, number eight, a Flemington, mostly cloudy. Race two, number two, I am voodoo. Race four, number one, fly with you at the Gold Coast on the poly. And race four, number eight, Petunia at Eagle Farm. Now, uh, the two flogs, how's that all going? Oh, crazy, crazy. We're still, I'm, I'm getting ready for the, the fight night. That looks like it's probably going to be January, but... Uh, it's been put back. Good. Yes, yeah, yeah. We had to, we had to, to book it out. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll, we'll talk more about that as we get to it. But Where, uh, good episode. What's that? Where's it at? Where's it going to be? What's the venue? Um, I don't know if, can, if I can confirm it yet. Oh, you can leave it until next it, week. It's, just Gold it'll Coast be, Convention it'll be Centre the, or... <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't laugh. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you always were able to pull the crowd give out. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll I'll let you know. I'll let you know next week. Actually, where it is. Wait, is um, it a Saturday night? Yes, it we will might be. have to go down, Sammy. Yeah, we Maybe get an invite. We get a ticket. Maybe we punish, mate. Yeah, punish, mate. We well, yeah, have yeah. a box. We need to. Yeah, have we a need box. a box down there. <laughs> It might, my fight might last 30 seconds. <laughs> That's okay. Well, that, was <laughs> the next, uh, that was the next thing I was going to ask is, how's the, uh, how's the training coming along? And, you know, do, are you like, you know. Done do anything? You, do, yeah. Do you have to train <laughs> and do you get it, get in and have a spa and get, get ready to. It is, get it, it is on, on the card. It is on the cards. My producer, Moose, he's, he's fighting the same night and he's, he's already gone and, uh, He's on to his fourth boxing session. I haven't made it yet, Sammy, but oh. I've got a, I've got, there's a long way to go. So I've, oh. I've been running Burley. I've been running Burley Hill and I, I'm getting a bit of fitness in the legs, but I do have to actually learn how to protect my nose shortly. So do you know who you're fighting? We'll yet? be doing that. 
Yes, yes. Um, Cam, Cam Lowry, he's from the Alpha Blokes, who are a, a huge, probably the biggest Australian podcast out there. So he's, I've got about probably a six centimetre reach, about eight centimetres on him, but we're the same way. So he's, he's got a thick head. I think he's going to be able to take a few. I'm not sure I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> well, you've got to land a few then. <laughs> oh, I know. I oh, know. But, uh, we had a good episode drop today, actually, because my mum is famous for making curry sausages. Yep. So I took it into the boys last week, and Kerb started eating him that day. He proceeded to eat it for the next 24 hours. Pretty much had a bucket of curried sausages, and well, he went for a walk out around the cane fields. And let's just say he, he didn't had to duck into the cane fields before he got home. But uh, <laughs> you can find out more on Apple or Spotify today for the two vlogs. The old curried sausages, hey? They're not bad, actually. <laughs> they, oh, mate, she makes them good too, Jan. The old girl, she doesn't know how to cook a curried snack. Uh, now, Gold you Coast... Can't, you can't eat a bucket at a time. No, I wouldn't be. It's not recommended, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, the Gold Coast Turf Club's got their Men Matter Race Day coming up in two weeks' time, two weeks tomorrow. Very important today. Yeah, it is. It's a... Um, you know, we've always had pink ribbon there for years now at the Gold Coast Turf Club. Men Matter, just a great a great initiative, a great cause um, brought in by Mr Cook, uh, our chairman, and... Look, it's, the day's getting bigger and bigger. When Cookie wants to do something, he does it right. And, and this is just... The raffle tickets, I believe, are on sale now at the Gold Coast Surf Club website. And the raffle prizes, you can win cars, holidays. It's, it's oh. outrageous. So if you go on and have a look there, uh, I think it's $20 a ticket. And it's just, as I said, great cause. But some of the stuff you can win is, is next level. So yep. it'll be huge. I think there's still still some... Tickets left to the Glasshouse, right near the mounting yard there, the, to the Stallion Soiree. Uh, lots of other places are pretty much sold out. So, yeah, get on board for a, for a great cause. It's a super day out there. Gibbo, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Uh, good luck with everything. We'll check in again with you next week and see uh, how much training you've done within seven days. Probably not a lot. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'll see, I'll see if I can get in the ring. That will be good. It'll come up very quickly, you know. <laughs> Before you know it, it'll be Christmas, and then you'll be in the ring. I'll get some video for you. That'll be even better. Thanks, Gibbo. Have a great weekend. Uh, thanks. Appreciate it, boys. Blair Gibson joining us there. Of course, Sammy, now uh, tips for the weekend. What's your best bets? Okay. I am going race three, number three, ready available at Ooh. Eagle Farm. Get it at about $9 yep. uh, for Martin Harley. Oh, well. Funnest mate's very own Martin yes. Harley. Uh yeah, this horse is. Uh, look, I, I think uh, he loves this trip. Uh, he'll he'll get a good ride from Martin, and uh, I think he'll be really hard to beat. Race seven, number two, Blazer Trail. I love this horse. Uh, I think uh, it's obviously a good bit shorter, two thirty-five, and uh, but I think it'll it will uh, continue on its winning way. Flemington, I'm with Gibbo. Race six, number eight, uh, mostly cloudy, mm. and uh, race three, number nine, Lavoie. For Nikki Burke, at seven dollars you can get this. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it's good value and it's found its right race. So there's a couple for uh, Saturday. I'll go Eagle Farm race four number twelve Gaius each way race six number eleven We Go Bam. I think We Go Bam will win. I can't work the price out. It's around six dollars or so. Uh, seems well overs to me. Uh, I like a couple at Ramwick tomorrow. Race five number nine Tintuki. Uh, race seven number one Overriding and race. Nine, number 13, Bazooka, on an each-way basis. And, Sammy, I'm going to give you a tip tomorrow Yeah, at Gympie. Okay. It's a tab meeting at Gympie. Oh, wow. And you want horses on the sand that can just run. And this is one. Race one, number two, one, 
in all. Damien Batters trains. Brody Moffat will ride. John Gate three. Just off you go. I have never heard of Brody Moffat. He's a four kilo apprentice. Well, there you go. That's why you haven't heard of him. Now, the South Australian tips from last week went really well. Race one, number five, Capulet. Uh, he ran second. Race two, number one, Picago ran second. Race six, number one, Jacks on Ice won at $3.70. And race nine, number 10, McCain. If you followed it in, it ran third at uh, four sixty. So it was not out of the placings at any stage. Uh, during the day, those tips. So keep an eye on those. I've got these tips for South Australia this week, and we are racing at Morfordville. Race one, number four, Howell. Race three, number six, Dubonenko. Race five, number five, another Ponzi. Good name. Race six, number three, Stars on Gari. And race nine, number two, Jean Valjean. Now, of course, if you want to look at the tips for South Australia, you go to south underscore tips on Twitter. There you go, Sammy. And we've still got a minute to go. Is there anything you'd like to talk about before we uh, wind up for this Friday the 14th? Uh, well, a bit of a footy theme. You, you've what? one of your men, you've lost one of your men at the Tigers. Tommy you? Lynch? Yeah. Ah, well, he was always, I don't think he was ever coming back, to be honest, this year. Right. We probably won't make finals. And if we do, we're not going to really, well, you never you never know. Should be confident, but uh, I would have thought maybe if they were a good chance of making finals, they'd try to get him back. But might as well give him a break and look forward to next year and have another run at the flag, Sammy. What about the Blues? Are they going to knock over Port Adelaide? Uh, well, they're, they're a chance. They've, they've been going well. They've been going well. Uh, shout out to uh, Papley. It was his birthday yesterday, and didn't he play a yeah, screen you got a win last, last night. night. Yeah, so he's. Uh, uh, SEN Tracks own Tom Papley. What of SEN Tracks owns, isn't it? Yeah, there is. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hope you have a great weekend. Back plenty of winners. We'll catch you same time next week on the Punters, mate. Sammy, good luck.